You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with Kit with the program. What is your major malfunction? Game over. Get it together, Hyatt. I love Jen Wall, but getting the... I used to do this bit on um, on the old... When I used to do jokes, and it was this guy who called in and said, Rick, I've got this website that you really got to look at, and I, I recommend it to all the viewers. If, if you love football, I think this just might be the ultimate website, and you really got to take a look. And I said, what is it? He goes, all right, you ready? Get a pen now. NFL. Put a little period, and then write C-O-M. NFL.com. I'm like, that's it? I think we know about that one. And so Jan recommending Office Space. She's never seen it before. But you know what? Then again, the other day I watched a Woody Allen movie called Charlotte's Dream with Ewan McGregor and Colin Farrell, a Scotsman and an Irishman playing English brothers. And I love the movie Match Point. I've seen it so many times. You know, set in London. Murder mystery type of thing. Intrigue. Tom Wilkinson in this as well. And it's the same type of vibe of Match Point, not with the romantic thing. But I I had never even heard of that movie, and there it was. It just popped up, so I watched that. But you know, uh, saying you, you in in two, two, <laughs> 2021, you never saw Office Space before. It just goes to show you that sometimes things just slip through the cracks. You know, and it's just right there in front of us. And uh, and yes, I happen to agree with Jen. Big recommendation for Office Space. Make sure to pick that up. All right, Lisa Leslie on the other side. Also, Bernie Sue, Peter Mortimer. Uh, we've got another two hours of sports talk. You may participate, especially in the third hour. And and by the way, did we have a third preseason game and then a bye week? Is this what we're getting right now? We have a th- we have a third preseason game and then yet another bye week. I have I have to get acclimated. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I thought you were in charge, Rick. I thought so too. Come on back. Do you own an annuity? 
either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Hour 2 of Titillating Sports You thought it couldn't get any better But it's better Rick Tittle is back He's so great I can't believe how awesome he is More sports talk, yes Couldn't get any better But it's better Rick Tittle is back He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Lisa Leslie, and um, also a, a pretty darn good coach as well in the big three. And, you know, over the last few years, we've had uh, many people on, all the coaches and uh, Ice Cube several times. It's always a pleasure to catch up. We just had Rick Barry a couple weeks ago. And uh, Lisa, head coach of the 
the triplets. Uh, first of all, Lisa, welcome back to the show. What's it like going up against a guy like Rick Barry? I mean, how that's you got your work cut out there, don't you, with a guy like that? Rick Barry. Um, actually, you know, we didn't play Rick Barry's team, um, <laughs> but um, you know, Rick's a good coach, and they actually had a really good season uh, with Andre uh, Barbarsa joining them. We know with the blur, he the oh, Brazilian yeah. blur. Yeah, he's been, he had a great season. Um, he was actually probably if they would have made it to the Bahamas would have been in the running for the MVP as well. So um, he's had a great addition to his team. When you t- when you took over the triplets, though, they're an expansion team, and you win the whole deal. Do you think I'm a genius? This was easy, or did you think, oh my gosh, how did I get this done? I mean, where were you between those two pendulum swings? Well, I think obviously I- I'm very competent in what I'm doing and what I bring to the table, but I also had a great group of men. I mean, I have Iso Joe, the league reigning MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Janeiro Pargo, who obviously is a coach. A great coach and a leader on the floor. Um, I have Al Jefferson, um, you know, have Aaron, uh, Alan Anderson, and Jamario Moon. So we have Teddy Gibson. I, I think just we, I really was blessed with a really good group of guys who are, you know, gym rats. It's so funny because the first night that we kind of like all got together, we were probably done, you know, after the draft and all of that. It was probably about 10 p.m. And I'm like, all right, I'm heading back to the room. You guys heading out, and they're like, oh, no, we're going to the gym. So, <laughs> you know, they could have, <laughs> we were in Las Vegas, they could have been heading to the club. And so mm-hmm. I really have a good, a great group of guys who really love playing basketball, who are not done, who obviously have a lot left. And we were able to just really build um, some great chemistry. The guys trust me and the game plan, and we've been able to execute it. You know, um in your high school career, you could have gone anywhere, and you, you stayed home at USC and were a big success there, and, of course, they retired your number as well. But I just, I, you know, I was a high school athlete who played in college in football, but I was not heavily recruited. I just wonder, you must have been probably the most heavily recruited a player of your entire generation. So what was that like? Was it just incessant? Uh, yeah, you know, because back then, we, they didn't have all the rules they have now. So I started getting calls and letters um, from the 7th grade, 8th grade. I mean, I mm. have letters and photo albums of college letters from over 250 colleges in our country, Division One. Wow. So it was, um, it was crazy, but I have a little sister, and so she was kind of my secretary who would screen the calls. You know, we didn't have caller ID back then, so you just <laughs> answered the phone and... Uh, you know, kind of, so she would organize it and not be in the background kind of doing this cross across my neck, like, no, 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 I'm not here for, depending on which school it was. But uh, I talked a whole lot on the phone to so many college coaches, and I think even to this day, I'm really not a phone person because of that experience from seventh grade, you know, through through high school, just trying to figure it out. But I narrowed it down. Uh, you know, my top five uh, were Stanford, of course, USC, um, Notre Dame, um, Tennessee, and uh, Long Beach State. So those are my, my final five that I looked at. And obviously Tennessee was a powerhouse with, you know, the late, great Pat Summit, who was there. And then um, at Stanford, Tara Vanderveer, who, you know, is now the most winningest women's head coach. So um, I, had, I had a great group uh, to pick from. You also, by the way, a couple more questions for Lisa Leslie uh, for the uh, big three. Um you, you got to experience those two uh, women with the national team and, of course, four straight gold medals in the Olympics. What was it about 
Pat and and Tara that just sort of separates them from from most other coaches? Well, you know, uh, unfortunately, I never got coached by Pat. I was heavily recruited, and she had been to my home, of course, and mm-hmm. I talked to her on the phone for <laughs> for many years. Love her accent, and just, but I think it's the tenacity. I think it's that. You know, the desire to want to win is so contagious, but then the process to get there and making you really buy into that process that, you know, there's no shortcuts to hard work and that dedication. And then I was just that kind of kid who, you know, not afraid of hard work. I was a hard worker. I didn't didn't want it any other way. And I think, you know, that aligned with so many college coaches, but especially, you know, a past summer who, you know, that's what she's looking for, obviously, uh, back at that time. You know, you're looking for athletes that can help. Uh, come in and impact your program immediately and keep continue on that culture that you're already building. And so um, that was my goal. I mean, I chose USC, which was interesting because uh, academically I liked SC, but I also knew that SC was actually like 12th at that time or 10th in the past 10 mm. before it became the Pac-12. And I just thought, you know, it's one thing to go to a, a, a program where, you know, Pat had already had so much success and it's really, it was so much about her which was awesome because she was awesome, but I wanted to see what I could do and mm-hmm. if I could turn a program around and if I could really be a, a true impact tape player. And so going to a team that was like 10th at the bottom and, you know, we ended up winning the, the pack 10 and then we ended up, you know, going to the elite eight, I think two or, two or three times. I mean, I didn't win a championship in college. That's probably the only thing I, I really regret and didn't do. But part of that was based on the decision-making of me trying to turn a program around versus joining uh, four or five other All-Americans and, and winning championships. Yeah, totally understand that. All right, the big three this year, the, as I said, it's just been growing. It's uh, it's amazing how popular it's become, and that's because it is a true competition. But they, they lowered the minimum age from 27 to 22. They brought in this new bring the fire Taco Bell rule. And uh, for you, did uh, was it sort of seamless or did you kind of, uh, were those changes something more noticeable for you as a coach? Um, I think both. I think it's definitely noticeable and I think it was amazing. Like bring the fire might be my favorite part <laughs> just because it really is about taking it to the playground and having those kind of rules that when we were out there, you know, you get fouled and you got a dispute. We, we're shooting for it. Let's play for it. Like, and I love that that concept, you know, um, I think it's really been a challenge because sometimes you can see, like, you don't want to bring the fire because the certain matchups is not necessarily beneficial for you. And so, you know, as a coach, you have to understand who did the fouling, when did it happen, what's the time and score, um, you know, in terms of how close a person, is, the team is to uh, getting to the end or getting to the half, and all those things are really important. Um, but, but I really love it. Now, as far as the age impact, that's been huge. You can definitely tell when you're you know, you messed up with one of these younger cats out here, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, we, I have seasoned veteran guys, but sometimes the young guys are getting the best of them just because they have that energy and that quickness, you know. So um, in some ways uh, it's definitely been challenging, and I think as we move forward we're recognizing it's going to be good probably in the draft to get a little bit younger and have one of those young guys that can match up with, uh, you know, another young guy as well. There she is. Lisa Leslie is a one of the greatest basketball players of all time and also a very successful coach in the Big Three. You can check out the championship game tomorrow on CBS. How about that? Yes. CBS, Three-Headed Monsters versus the Trilogy. That'll be at the Atlantis Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Pretty cool stuff. Lisa, congratulations and thanks for coming on yet again. 
All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. All right. I appreciate it. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about?
Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show Bernie Sue, and uh, he is one of the people behind the show Artificial Factions. This is Twitch's original Emmy and Peabody award-winning interactive sci-fi series. It's returning for a fourth season, and it will premiere live over with our friends on Twitch, of which I'm on right now. That'll be on uh, Thursday the 9th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. Bernie uh, is, of course, the writer and producer, and and welcome back to the show. And I can only imagine it must be a mouthwatering proposition to do something successful and then have the pressure to not only keep doing it, but to improve on it because your fans kind of demand it, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's a, it's a challenge we put on ourselves. Uh, it's just something we, we, we embrace that pressure. We love it. And every year, each season, as like you said, our fourth season, we innovate year over year each time. So, um, like, we won the Emmy for innovation two years ago, and, and our fourth season coming up in a week is way more innovative than that, that Emmy-winning season. So talk about the new virtual characters using motion capture. Sure. Yeah, so this season we're going to be featuring two AI characters, both virtual characters, or VTubers, as they tend to be called on uh, the Internet, uh, on Twitch and YouTube and so forth. And so they'll be motion captured by actors. They'll be performing live. And so you, as an audience, can interact with them in real time, which is nothing too different than existing VTubers. But the big difference here is that we're building a sci-fi narrative around the VTubers. So now they're part of, the, of a grand story experience. So, you know, obviously when people think of Twitch, they think of watching other people play video games, and it really has uh, expanded. And as I said, I'm a good example here that they set us up to uh, do our show on Twitch as well. Um, how has that been sort of, uh, you know, as being sort of at the vanguard of Twitch's new platform when they're getting into this type of programming? Um, it's an incredible honor. Uh, I, I, I embrace the challenge of trying to push what amazing new technologies that Twitch allows its users and its viewers to do. Um, as you said, Twitch is very familiar, uh, it's familiar to most people as a gaming platform where you watch people play games. They, a lot of people don't realize that you can, you know, of course, interact with the gamer you're watching uh, in most senses. And what we do is we try to add consequential interactivity so that the audience can then affect the story. Some, uh, sometimes they affect the gamer, right? We can now design it where they can affect a sci-fi story in real time. So let's talk about when people will say, wait a minute, interactive, how can a show be interactive? For someone who has never heard of artificial colon factions, how is it interactive, Barry? Uh, sure. So uh, the show is, again, is a sci-fi show that's performed live. It's serialized. It's episodic, so it changes week to week. It's, a, it's an ongoing story. But because it's live and because we, as the creators of the show, can monitor uh, and get inputs from Twitch of the audience, through chat, through channel points, through polls, and so forth. We can pivot the show in real time to the audience's decisions. And so uh, that's the big difference in, say, this and just, say, a live broadcast, where you essentially aren't being interactive with the audience, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It just That's just the way this is designed. And so as we say in our show since the beginning is that the audience is consequential. It's not, not that just they're interactive, not that they, just, they can, say, vote on 
who they think is going to be voted off the island. That's not what a show does, but you get what I mean. Um, they are going to be able to just decide who gets eliminated or who gets the power up or who gets this tool or, or who has a relationship with which character. And that's the power of interactivity and consequential interactivity where the audience matters. A couple more questions here for Bernie Sue. The new season of Artificial Factions going to be on the 9th here, 5 o'clock Pacific. Um, so your actors, like Stephen Chang, Dante Basco, do they sort of have to know five different scripts because they, on the fly they have to adjust? Um, well, they need to know a couple different scripts. <laughs> it's not five completely different scripts of every scene. Mm-hmm. Some scenes are, are, are locked. Some scenes we know what this, what's going to happen in that scene. Other times... Uh, for example, there will be scenes where um, there's an A-B poll choice, and there's two different scenes at the end of that poll choice. And so the actor needs to know both versions of that scene. Uh, and that's happened several times over a season. It will ha- happen in the first episode of our season. So uh, that's a very familiar thing. And then there's another thing, another element they have for the actors is what we call nodes. And so the, actor will have, the actors will do their scene, they'll have the argument and so forth, and then there'll be nodes of areas where they will... Say like you say if you and I are in an argument, my character will draw feedback from the fans to say feed my argument against you, and your character may do the same thing in that sense. See, oh, see, so this person agrees with me, right? And so that's an element that's not uh, hard scripted; it's just kind of loosely loosely scripted. And so the actors have to be uh, on their toes. And uh, I am not an actor, so I don't want to speak too much for them. But they have many of them have told me that doing our show is like what they call the actor Olympics. Yeah, it must be very exciting for them to be able to be fluid uh, and adjust. But the other thing I like is every third episode, you have what's called a world-building episode, which I think is really cool because um, not just with the plot, but just the the design of uh, the, the set and everything else can be decided, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So so Dante Bosco's character, for example, was created by the audience. Like uh, that, that whole uh, exchange or bringing him on the show was, simple, was a hey, Dante, do you want to be on Artificial? He goes, hell yeah, who am I going to play? And I go, funny that. Let's, you, are you cool letting the audience decide who you play? Let's let, let, let the audience create a character for you. And he was like, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. Let's, let's, let's give it a whirl. And so we did it, and he now plays a character that was created by the audience during one of our world episodes. So it's not just the audience affecting the story in real time as it's happening. The audience can actually build elements into the show by creating characters in, in, in this matter, as an example. And then how about for you, though? You're not acting, but decide, depending on what everybody's going to decide, you also have to stay fluid, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So normally in a, in a, in a kind of HBO procedural or uh, prestige TV show, you know, they write all 10 episodes out and they shoot all 10 episodes out all at once, right? They're, they're, they are locked. You know, if, if Game of Thrones, you either like it or you don't, but they are locked <laughs> two, year, two years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, we go week to week. So... You know, for example, I, I, uh, this morning we were t- I was talking to my writers before the, this conversation, actually, and, and we're like, hey, we should start talking about what's happening in episode three. <laughs> like, like, we vaguely know what's happening there, but there's not been a line of dialogue written in episode three, you know, and that's, that's coming up, obviously, pretty quickly here. So um, I don't know of any other scripted show that does this, this at this speed. Um, I know kind of in the age of this, the, the multi-camp sitcom, they'd be maybe, you know, four or five weeks behind. You know, like, you wouldn't know what was, what was happening six weeks from now. But, you know, we're not, we don't know what's happening two weeks from now, <laughs> three weeks from now. So it's, it's, it's crazy. And, um, yeah, we have to be very nimble. And I will add to that, and we have to be, because most of the time, at the end of an episode, there's a critical, like, 
series plot shifting pole that hits at the end of the episode. And we really can't go that far ahead until that pole is locked because we would just be doubling our work, right? You have to be writing two versions of, a, of an entire episode. So we have to essentially wait for that episode to lock before we can really finalize the next one. I just love the fact, like, the most interactive, you know, most of us is, most of us are, we're, might be playing, like, a first-person shooter, and then in the lobby we can vote on the next map. You know, that's about it. So <laughs> when I think about, I just, the, the fact of the, I love these three words together, heist strategy decisions. That's pretty cool for the audience, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and so I, I think of it, the, the analogy I give people is, like, it's like, you know, we've grown up loving uh, very iconic characters, Luke Skywalker, Harry Potter, um, Iron Man, you know, uh, and, and these grand story narratives that span multiple films, grand stories, right? And so we love these characters. We love the characters in Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and so forth. So what we're trying to inject into the storytelling kind of meta, we'll say, is the ability for the audience to help guide the characters. Like, you know, you're not going to make Luke Skywalker do something that's against his moral code. But you can certainly help him. You can certainly do stuff to assist his journey or hurt his journey if you want to hurt his journey. And so that's the kind of thing we do. And I think that's what separates us from a lot of people ask about, you know, comparison to video games. It's like if you're playing a video game, you're controlling, you are, you are the storyteller, you're controlling everything. But if you're, if you're kind of interacting with a, with a narrative, you're not, you know, the audience is not playing God. They're not like making you as an interactive character do something that's against, um, uh, their moral code or like their just ethics or whatever. So they can guide and so forth. So it's like if the audience said, hey, from that to me, like, hey, why don't you go you know, hurt yourself or jump off a building? I wouldn't do that. But if, you, if the audience said, hey, maybe you should go, you know, go for a walk uh, or go, for, go, 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 go to the gym, I'd be like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And so now the audience feels like they've affected my day. And they've affected, if you, put, if you compare that to say, like, a Luke Skywalker or Harry Potter, now the audience can say like they've helped Harry Potter defeat Voldemort or help Luke Skywalker build the Death Star. And that's the type of thing we're trying to inject into storytelling using artificial Twitch and Twitch technology. There he is, Bernie Sue, the man who founded the studio 96Next, which is uh, the uh, production company behind this. He writes them, once again, it's called Artificial Factions, uh, original Emmy and Peabody award-winning show on Twitch. And you can check it out Thursday the 9th of September, it'll be at 8 o'clock on the East Coast, 5 o'clock on the West Coast. And yes, you may participate in what goes down. Interactive is the key word. Bernie, congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming on again. Thanks, Darren. Great to, have, great to be here. Have a great All right. Darren, Rick, whatever. Call me whatever you want. Uh, Rick rhymes with Darren, so I can totally see that. Uh, <laughs> by the way, is, uh, normally when I'm in one of those lobbies and it's like, what map do you want next? I never get my way. <laughs> I'm like, why don't we do that cool exotic map? No, let's just do the same warehouse map. Let's just do shipment once again in Call of Duty. All right, whatever. It'll be mayhem. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio 
Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price, plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Uh, we're looking for some guests, some movie directors. When we get them, we'll throw them on the air. This is a little throwaway type of <clears throat> internet thing. But I saw this. 
map put out by betonline.ag. What's AG, Afghanistan? But based on geotagged Twitter data, the most hated MLB teams state by state. Uh, the Dodgers are the most hated team in America with nine states, then Yankees with eight, Astros with seven, Astros only because of the cheating scandal. But as I look through, the most hated team in uh, on the West Coast, the Astros in California, Hawaii, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, and Washington, and then the Dodgers in Alaska, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Wyoming, and Utah. <laughs> I know. Minnesota and both Dakotas hate the White Sox. The Cardinals are despised in Colorado and in, sorry, in Nebraska, in Colorado. Oklahoma hates the Astros. Texas hates the Yankees. Then it says, remember, this is just for fun if it is fun for you. The Cubs are despised in Wisconsin, Iowa, Missouri, and Arkansas. The Dodgers in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, why they're despised there, I don't know. I mean, some of these things you say, all right, well, you got, you know, the Cardinals, they're going to hate them, and they're going to hate the Cubs in Missouri. I get it. The Yankees, okay, are there Ranger fans that don't like the Yankees? All right, whatever. Um... But I think it's funny is the Cardinals are despised in Illinois, Iowa, Ohio, and Kentucky. Then the Mets, the Mets, the most hated team in Tennessee. This is just looking at the sh- I can tell by the shape. If you can't tell by the shape, I don't think you were educated in America. But uh, the Carolinas, Georgia, and Tennessee hate the Mets. Why does Tennessee hate the Mets? I guess because they're Braves fans. And Pennsylvania hates the Mets. You say, okay, well, the Phillies are in that division. Uh, What about the Buccos? I think it's funny. Boston is the most hated team in New York and Florida. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. I just got my eardrums blown out of my skull. All right. All right. All right, we are uh, live with uh, the director, one of the directors of a uh, new documentary called The Alpinist. It is Peter Mortimer who did it with a guy named uh, Nick Rosen, and he is with us because the uh, it's going to be opening uh, in U.S. theaters on September 10th, and there will be a uh, September 7th nationwide Fathom events premiere, uh, which will also include an interview with our guest, uh, Peter, um, welcome to the show. The the alpinist. How, how many times do you have to tell people that it's not the alchemist <laughs> or the alpinist? Right. Um, yep. It's a it's an obscure art form and uh, form of climbing that that um, we're kind of introducing to a lot of people, probably. Okay. So what we think about uh, this has to do with uh, climbing alpine mountains. So tell us a little more. Yeah, we. Uh, Nick and I are kind of well-versed in the world of climbing. We've made a lot of films uh, over the years and we're climbers ourselves. And we heard about this guy kind of from the best. He's like the, the you know, the musician's musician. He was the best um, of the best. We're like, the people you guys work with are nothing compared to this guy, Marc-Andre Leclerc, this Canadian guy. He was 22 at the time. 
And we love the idea of, you know, an elite athlete performing at the absolute pinnacle of the sport and literally nobody having any clue that he's out there doing it. So we tracked him down and we, you know, we formed a relationship with him. And over a couple of years, we filmed some of his ascents, which are some of the most, you know, historic ascents, solo, he he was, he, he often climbed solo. So some of his ascents are, you know, some of the most historic ascents um, ever made by anyone. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a wild journey following this elusive athlete. All right. We do have the other co-director with us, Nick Rosen. Nick, uh, as with anything, you know, on paper, they say, you know, too many chefs will spoil the broth. So how did you guys get along as co-directors? And maybe what was one of the things where you both kind of dug in your heels and you wanted your way on it? <laughs> well, Pete and I have been making films together for 15 years, so um, we've uh, we've worked out. You know, we have our creative differences, and we get competitive with each other. Um, but we've worked out a pretty good kind of system, and I guess just like mutual uh, understanding and, and working relationship for how to work things out. And ultimately, it's really just about serving the story. So. You got to figure out a way to sublimate your ego at a certain point if you have a disagreement and figure out what the, the right things to do. And if and if honestly, if that doesn't work, I just um, punch him in the face. <laughs> OK, well, that's another way of looking at it. Yeah, there's a there's a culture of internal one upsmanship here. And we're trying to outdo each other with, um, you know, with with just making good moments in the film. And so hopefully the collaboration drives it, drives it further rather than. Um, you know, kind of waters it down. But there's no point in the film, Peter, where you kind of wince and think, oh, that's the part Nick wanted to leave in, and I hate that. Every film. Every <laughs> film. <laughs> well, um, Nick, let me ask you to, it's one thing to, to make a movie which, you know, seems fascinating on, on paper. You never know how it's going to rece- be received. So what was it like getting into South, uh, South by Southwest and Telluride, huh? Oh man, it was amazing. Um, you know, you you know, kind of a documentary filmmaker's dream to to get into those two festivals, um, and um, and even you know, tell her tell your ride like they were calling us, uh, telling us that you know Werner Herzog, who is on the mm. the uh, the the judges committee, was like a personal huge champion of this film and wanted to introduce it um, on stage. And for Pete and I, like Herzog, I mean. You know, is a huge hero and a lot of his films actually like, you know, they kind of create the primordial DNA that has influenced this film in terms of his films about the mountains and um, and Grizzly Man a little bit uh, about, a you know, a, um, a wild adventurer. And, you know, and then to have the, it was it was pretty heartbreaking because we thought, you know, at that time, we didn't think the pandemic was going to maybe last more than like a few more months and that we were going to it was all going to be over. We were going to go to Telluride, uh, hang out with Werner Herzog and present this film to the world. And then we just saw the pandemic just get worse and worse and worse and realized that, um, you know, it's amazing to have those festival laurels. But the actual experience was was not going to happen. So. I remember in my best fiend, Werner Herzog said, that night I decided to kill Kinski, but the German shepherd barked and I changed my mind. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 
he is something else. All right, so then uh, roadside attractions. Uh, everybody just is. Uh, everybody loves a winner. So what's it like that you guys keep going strength to strength like this, Peter? Well, we are extremely excited that it's going to be showing in theaters. It's definitely a film that was made to be watched in theaters. Um, you know, it's spectacular footage and it's kind of, um, you know, very, um, it's just a visual extravaganza. So having Roadside and Universal and Red Bull Media House, it's like, again, it's a dream for documentary filmmakers. I don't, you know, we've been at this a long time. We've, we haven't had this kind of support behind, behind a film before. Um, so, you know, we're just hoping that, that, um, we connect with as many people as possible. And then, so Nick, we were talking about Marc-Andre Leclerc, the French Canadian uh, in, in his twenties. So what has this done for him? And, and, uh, you know, is he going places now because this is the protagonist here? Yeah. I mean, we made this film, um, to basically, you know, shed light on uh, someone who had been, was completely unknown, but was doing things at the very edge elite level of, uh, alpinism and just human ability in general. Um, so it's really meaningful for us, especially, um, through the, you know, crazy twists and turns of this film, um, to have the world, uh, learn about who Mark andre was and, and what he was doing. And, um, yeah, really excited about that. So, uh, Peter, what would be probably the most perilous moment? And, and maybe you thought, uh Oh, he might actually fall here. Yeah. I mean, everything he climbs looks absolutely terrifying to even to an experienced climber like myself. Um, you really, you know, all we, what we do as filmmakers is, you know, understand where he's going do everything we can to get into as safe positions as possible and then just be flies on the wall. Um, it's kind of hard not to be, not to think that something terrifying could happen at any moment. Um, but Mark, the, one of my favorite things about Mark is that he climbs with such poise and with such grace and he's in these positions. And as it gets more challenging, he doesn't go into that like heavy breathing and that, you know, like thrashing um, and moving fast, he actually slows down and he becomes more methodical. And watching that is um, mesmerizing to me. So it's all terrifying, but it's also like um, really inspiring to see how he approaches that stuff. And last question for you guys, uh, Nick, I know that he was a bit, you know, reticent to, to even let you guys in and, and the technology today, you don't have to try to drag a C-stand up a mountain with GoPros and other things. Uh, you can really drones and all that. You guys, uh, it, it was much easier for you, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, certainly, you know, chasing Mark around as a filmmaker is both frustrating and inspiring, uh, frustrating because he is just on his own path. He's got a very pure agenda that doesn't really, isn't about filmmaking and it's up to us to try to, to capture that. Um, you know, the, the most powerful piece of film of a film equipment we had on the climbs, I think was just the simplest, which is just a little camera that we could send Mark up alone on the wall, um, to take up by himself and have those really, pure, raw, in-the-moment experiences, thousands of feet up on a frozen, icy wall. Great yeah. stuff. The movie is called The uh, Alpinist. It's going to hit theaters here uh, in America next Friday. Uh, but as I mentioned, uh, you can get in on the uh, Fathom events. That'll be a, a nationwide premiere 
on the uh, 7th as well. We've been speaking with directors Peter Mortimer and uh, Nick Rosen. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film. This looks like it's going to be a big hit. And uh, let's catch up on your next one. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having us. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. 
saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right, girl. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we might have a Paralympian in the third hour. Otherwise, I believe it's just open lines the rest of the way. By the way, next week on uh, Wednesday... We'll have Shaquille O'Neal. How about that? He'll be uh, dropping by. <clears throat> um, just getting back to that map I was talking about from betonline.afghanistan, AG. Uh, based on geotag Twitter data, the most hated baseball teams, all of New England hates the Yankees. Not a surprise. Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Um Atlanta is the most despised team in Virginia. What do you think about that? Um, and then uh, also, uh, Cleveland is the most hated team in Michigan. Do they really care? <laughs> it's just, I think that's just a little Michigan, Ohio State stuff. Anything from Ohio, we hate. But the whole thing, everybody I know in Reno is a Giants fan. Everybody. So the fact that Nevada's most hated team is the Giants, that's just Vegas, which has, of course, got a big L.A. connection. Um, but um, I immediately, when I saw this, I texted it to my cousin, the biggest Niner and Giants fan of all time who lives in Reno. And uh, he's a big Trumper, and it's not surprising I bring that up because he just wrote back fake news. <laughs> So there it is. Uh, we have another uh, hour together. Uh, open lines the rest of the way. 1-800-878-PLAY. Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden is slamming the new abortion law in Texas. Speaking at the White House, Biden explains the law appears to create a, quote, vigilante system, close quote, offering rewards for reporting possible abortions and said it seems almost un-American. As far as what the administration can do, Biden says, I was told that there are possibilities within the existing law to have the Justice Department look and see whether are there things that can be done that can limit the independent action of individuals in enforcing a federal system, a, a, a state law. The U.S. Labor Secretary is admitting the work to recover jobs lost during the pandemic isn't done. This comes after the economy added only 235,000 jobs in August, which fell way short of expectations. USA Radio News.
Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans are now tuning in to Newsmax TV. It's one of the biggest media stories. Newsmax is available on all major cable systems. And if you cut the cord and don't get cable, you can still get Newsmax. Find it on your smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. Just go to your smart TV channel guide or download the free Newsmax app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, or TiVo. And 7 million people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone and there's no paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good and Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why tens of millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Ski resorts around Lake Tahoe are using their snow blowers against the Caldor fire burning in Northern California. This as evacuations continue. California's Caldor fire is nearing the Nevada border and Lake Tahoe and has now burned more than 210,000 acres. The fire, which started on August 14th, has destroyed about 800 structures. About 22,000 residents were ordered to evacuate South Lake Tahoe on Monday, and authorities are issuing more evacuations ahead of the fire. According to CAL FIRE, the blaze is about 25% contained. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. Apple says it plans to delay and make improvements to new iPhone software that aims to identify and report collections of sexually exploitive images of children a move that comes amid backlash from critics concerned about the erosion of privacy with their devices. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Homeless veterans are feeling abandoned as they watch the U.S. government care for other countries' citizens. As American veterans see the U.S. government opening up the southern border to millions of people from other countries, and now the tens of thousands of Afghan refugees, they're wondering why the U.S. government can't help the unknown number of vets living on the streets of America. Eli Crane, former Navy SEAL and Republican congressional candidate in Arizona, tells Fox News his views on the abandonment. And it really makes, uh, I think, many of us hope and wonder that why we can't get our priorities straight in this country, why, why we can't take care of Americans first, especially those of us that have actually fought and were willing to die for this country. It's actually pretty tough to come back to uh, a country that uh, struggles with uh, patriotism. And when you see so much, you know, anti-patriotic rhetoric coming out of the media and uh, Hollywood and everywhere else and these men and women were willing to fight and die for it that's really that's really hard to deal with from the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau I'm Lance Pry another Florida apartment building is said to be unsafe it's just about one mile from the Surfside condo building that collapsed over two months ago killing nearly 100 people residents of a Bay Harbor Islands apartment building north of Miami were told to evacuate on Thursday the building is 73 years old, and engineers say it has significant structural defects. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691-800-399-3691. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to Hour 3 of the show. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. So titillating. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. As I was saying, I was all ready to do Rick's picks. And then I realized football's not starting. It's, it's so weird. So we not only now get a bye week with 17 games, we get a bye week after the preseason. Why did we have to have cutdown day? Couldn't we have? I mean, if there's going to be another week of practice, or maybe you need a cutdown day to let everybody have a week for their new teams. I don't know. It's weird, man. It's really, really weird. I did go to a movie last night. First one since I was driving to spring training. I don't even know what year it is anymore. I guess it was 2020 in March. And I went to a movie called The Burnt Orange Heresy at the Scottsdale Mall, starring Mick Jagger. Man, that was a turd. But (laughs) I went to see a movie called The Night House, Rebecca Hall. And remember the old Eddie Murphy joke that white people don't stay when there's ghosts? You know, black people say, oh, this is a great house. Get out. Too bad we can't stay. This is the ultimate movie. I won't tell you what happens outside of the fact that this is the ultimate movie of not only do white people stay, they really stay. <laughs> and this did have some scary moments, but <clears throat> in the end, nah. All right, whatever. Just getting some popcorn. And by the way, nobody in the theater. Just, I don't know, maybe eight people in the entire multiplex. Isn't that Dallas? That's Metroplex. Oh, okay. Hydroponic? Is that stereo? Nah, it's weed. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Wide open. Come on back. You want to tweet at me at Rick Tittle. Email's rick at sportsbyline.com. 
So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. The unicorn of cleaning. Get more miles on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, uh, thank you for that. Lines are available. Feel free to get in. 1-800-878-PLAY. On the Twitter, at Rick Tittle, uh, Eileen 
uh, tweets sports two question marks. Maybe I'm doing too much entertainment, but she wrote also you should get a blue check. Talking about Twitter, people with blue checks, it's like verified. Um, I had a chance at a blue check, and I um, I declined it a few years ago, and that was when I was also working at uh, 95.7 The Game, <clears throat> and um, what it was was you could get a blue check if you had 5,000 followers, which I did, and then you, but the thing is you had to, um, in your Twitter bio, you had to put a link to your job, and I don't mind putting sportsbyline.com in it, but I thought it just seemed, I don't know, it just seemed too much company man thing to to do that. And also the main reason I, I declined the blue check is because the blue check means it's really you, which means I could never tweet something and then lie that it had been hacked. Or if it did get hacked to say it really did get hacked. So you saying you lie, Rick? I'm just playing. But anyway, thanks, Lane. I, I I have I have no interest in the blue check. If one day it should just appear, I'm not gonna cry about it, but I don't know. It's just I think it's for people who take Twitter seriously. And I I'm just I'm not that into it. I think if I get the blue check, then it's just like, yeah, Twitter, I'm into it. I use it. I think I'm talking too much about it. All right, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Uh, yesterday, I said about the United States men's national team that if they can draw on the road and win at home, that's all I want. Then they went down to San Salvador, and there was a nil-nil uh, draw, a point apiece. And you might say, "Well, that's a disappointment after coming um, off two tournaments where they beat Mexico in the final." Um, they had no Christian Pulisic, uh, who's their best player, but uh, you'd say, well, they should, they should still be at El Salvador. Remember, the United States lost every road game they had in qualifying uh, five and a half years ago. <clears throat> so uh, it's uh, to get a clean sheet on the road, I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. If you draw on the road and win at home, you skate, cruise, waltz into the World Cup. What I would rather had a victory, yeah, but I'm just so used to losing on the road that I'll take it. And the USA did create some chances. They just uh, kind of blew it and uh, a lot of the things. So they're going to be playing Canada on Sunday in Nashville, and that's a game that they have to win. You can't lose to the friggin' Canadians. The Canadian men, give me a break. Their best player ever is Hohen Hargreaves, who played for England. So, uh, no offense to Canada, when it comes to hockey, you'll teach us a thing or two and take us behind the shed and give us a good whipping with a switch. But when it comes to soccer, no. It still bugs me to this day that at Mexico 86 that Canada was there and we weren't. And Canada had this fat old guy who was bald. And I'm like, we can't beat that team. But that's back when the United States... Soccer Federation didn't care about qualifying. And you might say, of course they cared. No, they didn't care. They used to play the Mexico games at the L.A. Coliseum so they could sell tickets, and they would sell tickets to Mexico fans. It was a Mexican home game. And Kyle Rote Jr. tells the story, he was on the team, that when they said, hey, you got capped um, by the U.S., and he's like, great, and 
he said, uh, where's my plane ticket? And they go, well, if you want to play for America, you got to get your own plane ticket. Can you imagine that? You made the team, but we're not bringing you out here. If you're there, you get a uniform. If you're not, we'll just get somebody else. And you wonder why we didn't go to a World Cup for 40 straight years from 1950 to 1990. Yeah, it's it's not good. But yesterday in El Salvador, and remember, I you know, I didn't get the reports, but usually when you go to the South American countries, they bang pots and pans, they turn off outside your hotel, they turn off electricity, they turn off the running water, everything they can to disrupt you. Lighting fireworks, shooting guns, banging on your windows all night long so you can't sleep. I almost feel like, you know, it was a night game. They should just sleep in San Diego at like the Four Seasons and then wake up, have breakfast, and fly to El Salvador. (laughs) You know, what is it, like a three-hour flight from San Diego, maybe less, and then get off the plane and play the game. But Greg Berhalter, former USA defender and head coach, said a great learning experience for our group. From my vantage point, there are a lot of things to improve on. I thought the fight was good. The intention to win the game was good. But we've got to get better. We've got to be more connected as a team and finish our chances in a better way. Well, there was a the lack of experience. I mean, this how could a team so young be anything but experienced? Well, you could say, uh, I don't buy that, Rick, because they won two smaller tournaments over the summer. So... You know, we're, we're expecting a little bit more. But, you know, on the other hand, when I think about the Omar Gonzalez own goals, I'm okay. But there are 14 players who are under the age of 24. And half the team doesn't even have double-digit caps yet. So Pulisic wasn't there at the front. John Brooks in the back wasn't there. Uh, very hostile environment. Uh, I'm not saying you should be happy with a draw, but it could have been a whole lot worse. And I know Burhalter tried to get some experience with Tim Ream and DeAndre Yedlin. Um, I'm not a big Tim Reed guy. DeAndre Yedlin looked like he was going to take the world by storm when Tottenham bought him and then shipped him off to Newcastle. But uh, I would expect Brooks to be back against Canada, and Pulisic is already in Nashville, so she, he should be there. But uh, in the middle of the field, Tyler Adams, was he 22 and he was the captain? He and Weston McKinney are the starters, but where Burhalter might have got it wrong was he put Brendan Aronson in midfield. The guy's a striker. I don't really understand that. <clears throat> but you could see a player like Sebastian Legette, who I really like, Kristen Roldan, Kellen Acosta. They could probably slide in. Acosta is kind of a guy who's always whining about everything but effective. But, um, you know, just because the U.S. swept these summer tournaments doesn't mean that they're going to get to the World Cup. And just because Sergio Des plays for Barcelona doesn't mean he's the next Danny Alves. I mean, they're going to... Des got caught out by trying to too, too much as left back, which is his position. I have seen uh, Sergio Des do nothing for the national team. And I know he's only 20 years old. And this was his very first World Cup qualifier, so he's not going to set the pitch on fire, I guess. But I think the U.S. was pretty lucky that his lack of experience didn't cost them in the end. But he is a right back. He's not a left back. And Anthony Robinson should slide in at left back. That should probably would be, be it. But you don't, 
you don't want to get caught off guard uh, like they did. So as I said, because of COVID, we've got three matches uh, in five days, and then in October they're going to have three matches in five days. They won't even have a month to rest before they get at it again on October 7th. But you got Canada coming up on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, and then uh, on uh, Wednesday, the 8th, uh, Honduras will host the United States, and that'll be at uh, 7.30 Pacific time. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra a free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. I wouldn't clown you. I would get out the clown. Oh, I'm down to clown. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get in and get heard. The hush tones. Get in and get heard. Hey, it's September. It's September, uh, as they say in Ireland, turd. Too dirty. Too dirty on September turd. No, they don't say September. <laughs> I remember my brother got thrown out of class. Father Byrne, FBI, foreign-born Irish. He said, did everybody have turkey on Thanksgiving? He said, turkey on Thanksgiving? No, we had ticken. And he got tossed for saying ticken. I love that one. But uh, is there a team out there that's going to go on a run that is not right there and yet is going to make a huge push and get in with a hot September. Will I see you in September or lose you to a lousy campaign? A lot of people are going with the Blue Jays. And which, by the way, the Oakland A's are in Toronto tonight. Check it out. But there are other teams that could surprise. The Mariners are hanging around, the Phillies, the Cards. I actually saw somebody say the Mets are going to make a move. Way, way too much bad going on down there. Way too much. Um, you know, I'd love to see the A's hold on. What are they, a game and a half out? Took last couple in Detroit. Um, people hoping for the Reds and the Padres to make a move, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll keep our eye on it one way or another. I'm just just axing you. That's right, axing you uh, what you think about it. When it comes to uh, MVPs, now that we're in October, obviously Shohei Otani, if you don't vote for him, uh, you should have your vote taken away, and who cares if the Angels suck? Remember, Alex Rodriguez won MVP for the last place. Texas Rangers. I'm moving here because I want to win. What about $252 million? I want to win. Barry Zito was going to go to the Mets, remember? He was all excited. He was going to be rejoined with Rick Peterson, his pitching guru. $75 million. And then the Giants, um, they uh, went cray-cray, and they gave him $126 million. Yeah, 126. He said, I came here to win. No, you came here because it's 51 mil- more million dollars, and I get it. It's fine. But uh, Shoei Otani, it, it's not just leading the world with home runs and going 8-1 and one with a 3-0-0 ERA, but 22 steals and stole home as well. Yeah. 
Now, if you were like, well, who else could who else could do it? What are you going to vote for, Vlad Jr.? Vlad Jr. does what Otani does. One thing. He hits home runs and not even the same amount. He doesn't pitch excellently. I don't think he could buy a stolen base. So, no, I mean, people said, well, you know, Simeon's having a good year, Aaron Judge, (laughs) Matt Olson. Come on, shut up. That ain't going to happen. Um. In the National League, though, this is this is more wide open. And we're seeing as many as 10 names. Nobody knows. But I think Fernando Tatis is on his way. And, yeah, he was out for a while with the left shoulder, but he's back. He has huge legion slugging percentage, home runs, tops in OPS, OPS+. Plus. He's within striking range with a lead in total bases, RBI, and steals. Um, he is the front runner. He's just not a slam dunk, but he is the front runner. Now, Trey Turner leads the league in hitting, hits, stolen bases, top 10 in runs in OPS+. Plus. This is all with dealing with COVID and getting traded. Um, he'll get some votes. Bryce Harper leads the league in OPS. Sometimes you'd say he's single-handedly keeping the Phillies' offense awake as they're hanging in contention right now. If they win the division and he goes crazy in September, he has a shot at finishing second, maybe. Uh, but the people saying Max Muncie, shut up. Max Muncie's a nice guy. I interviewed him when he was a shy young guy with the A's. But, yeah, he's a, he's a great power hitter. There's no doubt. He's not the friggin' MVP. Um... You look at Freddie Freeman, who won it last year, and with Ronald Acuna going out, the Braves have surged. Why? Because Freddie Freeman has really picked things up. Uh, I saw somebody say, what about Juan? Look, Juan Soto is the best player on the Nationals. There's no doubt. He's one of the best young players in all of baseball, too. He's just not blowing people away. He's great, but he's not going to get any votes. Any first-place votes. And they said, what about the Reds? Okay, they would just split votes between Votto and Winker and Nick Castellanos. Now, if you want to say, well, you know, you could pick a pitcher. Yeah, Walker Bueller, Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, St. Mary's College, last two Brewers. You could pick that as well. But at this point, it's Shoei Otani in a slam dunk, and then it's Fernando Tatis, and maybe the door is open for somebody else to pop up, pop up and do something. 1-800-878-PLAY. Now, there are also not just records, but there are records that are very undesirable, like team records. Remember, most consecutive losses, 23 by the Phils, and the Orioles got very close. (laughs) They got very, very close to achieving their, tying their own record of 21 losses in the AL. They didn't get that. But worst overall record. If you want to loop all of baseball history in, then it's the 1899 Cleveland Spiders who played 130 ball. They were 84 games out of first place in the National League. That's because they went 20 and 134. 
That's astounding. That means they won 13% of their games. If you went 10 times, they would win once. I love that. But for the modern era, it actually belongs to my A's back in the Phillies days. And that's because what Connie Mack did after the team lost the 1914 World Series, um, and the next year they went 36 and 117, that's 235 ball. They finished five, 54 and a half games behind the Red Sox. Think about that, the A's and the Red Sox in the same division. And that was their uh, second of seven straight last place finishes in the American League. <clears throat> he stripped it down. Also, worst loss ever. Remember, it was 2007 when the Rangers beat the Orioles 30-3. to That's the most, uh, that's the worst beatdown in modern baseball history. The worst all-time is 1897 when the Chicago Colts beat the Louisville Colonels 36-7. to But uh, just as far as runs scored... But the Orioles, what I think is funny about that game, is the Orioles were beating the Rangers 3 to nothing heading into the fourth. And the Texas's eight and nine hitters, Jared Saltalamacchia and Ramon Vazquez, combined to drive in 14 runs. That's not too shabby. But losses, <clears throat> I just like taking a look at this. Interesting. On the single-season front, John Coleman of the 1883 Philadelphia Quakers went 12 and 48. Those 48 losses are the all-time record, and that's one that'll never be broken. Never be broken. Now, in the modern area, it was Vic Willis of the 1905 Boston Braves. He went 12 and 29. But here's the funny thing about Vic Vic Willis. Vic Willis is in the Hall of Fame. How about that? But career losses? When you think about an award for the best pitcher, who would you say? Cy Young? Cy Young has 316 losses. But you got to pair it with his 511 wins. And that means he made 815 starts, <laughs> which, which is not too bad. And that's the thing, too, when you think about, you know, you go to the Hall of Fame, where's the hit king? He's not in. Where's the home run king? He's not in. Where's the guy who won the most Cy Youngs? He's not in. But we have the guy with the most losses, with the highest ERA, with the most strikeouts, you know, the guy who's given up the most home runs. You could say that uh, it's the Hall of Futility if you just want to look at it uh, at that way. And by the way, I have been to the Hall of Fame, and Pete Rose has his own little display with video on a loop of him hitting that uh, single off the late Eric Schaub, San Diego at Riverfront Stadium, and his bat and his cleats and his hats. They're all there. He doesn't have a plaque, but he's not persona non grata there. And they do recognize Bonds and Clemens, and it says the steroid era. I mean, they it's not like they're hiding from it. All right, I want to get more into this on the other side. Come on back.
Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. BrightsideTaxRelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit BrightsideTaxRelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to BrightsideTaxRelief.com now. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Complete raging jackass. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I've just been uh, perusing, as I am on a Friday, um, some of these records, and uh, I'll get back to that in a second. Worse records. But uh, I want to 
mention uh, Salvi Perez here. Uh, Salvador Perez has had a remarkable career, former Idaho Fall Chucker. Um, and he's always had power, even through Kansas City's heyday. Remember uh, beating the A's in the wild card, then losing to the Giants, Bumgarner heroic, and then winning the World Series the next year. But when Kansas City went back in the crapper and traded off, you know, guys like Hosmer and Moustakis and Gordon retires, this was the guy they decided to keep around. Uh, he's one of the game's great backstops. He's a perennial all-star. He can hit. But then last year he had Tommy John. What would happen when he would come back? What would happen? Well, he, when he, I said last season, 2019, he had Tommy John. So he came back last year and hit third, 333 in that shortened season. This year, right now, he's third in home runs, 38 behind Otani and Guerrero. Most workhorse catchers turn into pumpkins when they get on the other side of 30. As far as being a hitter, Perez is not. And uh, Mike Matheny, his skipper, is pretty much in awe. He is always talking about it. But Perez's 38 home runs are the most that since uh, Javi Lopez with the Braves hit 43 in 03. <clears throat> you might say, right. But only two catchers have managed even 30 home runs in a season between that. Gary Sanchez hit 33 in 17 and 19. And Mitch Garver, who hit 31 in 2019. There have been seven 40 homer seasons by a catcher in history. Uh, Johnny Bench has the record 45 in 1970. Think about that, 1970 to hit 45 home runs. What do you think the Big Red Machine was? And that was before they were even winning World Series. They got to it <clears throat> in 72 uh, and lost uh, to the A's. And then 75, 76, 77, they won three in a row. Or they won two in a row, 76, 77. 75, 76. All right, get it right. Javi Lopez, I mentioned. Uh, remember Hot Rod Todd Hundley with the Mets? He hit 41. Roy Campanella, the Hall of Famer with Brooklyn, 41. Uh, and then speaking of the Dodgers and the Mets, Piazza hit 40 for both of those teams. And then Pia uh, Bench hit 40 in 72. So, barring injury or a complete offensive collapse, Perez is a lock to become only the sixth catcher to hit 40 home runs in a season, and he has a very good chance of breaking Johnny Bench's record of 45. And it should be noted when I say a backstop who's reliable, do you know how many games he has played this year? All but one. He is in the lineup every single day. Now, 29 of those games he was DH. So I shouldn't say he was behind the dish, but he's been playing every game but one. So you can look at that one of two ways. You can say he's just padding his home run total by playing DH. Look, do you hold that against Carlos Delgado? Do you hold that against Joe Maurer? Do you hold that against Buster Posey when he's played first base or DH? No, no, no. But the inherent fatigue and wear and tear of that position is pretty damn impressive. The Royals are not going to the playoffs this year. And Perez is not going to get MVP consideration, especially with a guy like Otani. But he is in the middle of an all-time great offensive season for a catcher. And uh, he says he feels great. He 
never felt better. On the other hand, you know, it's, I was mentioning yesterday trades that didn't work out. I was taking a closer look at Adam Frazier's number. Remember, he started the National League All-Star Game second base for them. 330 with the Pirates in the first half. Maybe the most desirable bat at the deadline. And when they got him, rich get richer. Because they have three all-star infielders. Machado at third, Tatis at second, Cronenworth at second. And they told Cronenworth, go to the outfield because we have Frazier. Well, he's hitting 223 in 29 games. And now he's hitting eighth. In fact, that's when he's playing. The last seven games, four of them he didn't even play. It's been a grind. And so uh, Jace Tingler said, just probably pressing a bit. You never really see him swing and miss or have the punch out. He's one of the toughest outs in the leagues, and right now he's not feeling it. He's not feeling it. No. Um, It's funny, these advanced metrics. In the last 29 times he's swung at a ball, he's made contact six times, which almost seems impossible for a big league hitter. I mean, not even a foul ball. Um. As I said, he's just not feeling it. You know, to me, he, he's Chad Pinder right now. Chad Pinder, who I used to really like, but if you throw four pitches right down the middle, he'll swing right down the middle and somehow miss it. But anyway, getting back to the undesirable record book. Most losses with zero wins. All right. Where are we going here? This is some good fodder for me on a Friday. Come on in if you want to at one 800 play Uh, Terry Felton with the Twins from 1979 to 1982. 45 times he came out of the bullpen. 10 starts, 0-16. Now, most of that heavy lifting or heavy dropping was in 82. He was 0-13. But 0-13 is the single-season record for most losses without a win. I love highest ERA because... Some guys do have the infinity, the sideways eight, right? But you have to qualify. You, know, you bring in a position player whose ERA is infinity. He's not going to qualify for highest ERA. That record belongs to James McDermott of the 1872 Brooklyn Eckfords. Obviously, somebody's last name was Eckford. Never heard of them, actually, but a major league record, 72. If you're like one of these people, the Negro League shouldn't be counted as major league stats. All right, well, then take out the Brooklyn Eckfords, too. They should count, and now they do finally. But 1872, his ERA was 8.11. I would have thought higher. But he gave up 57 earned in 63 innings. And in seven starts, he gave up 144 runs. In the uh, modern era, though, 1930, less Sweetland, not so sweet for the 30s, uh, Phillies, because in 1930, he had a 7-7-1, 29 starts and nine uh, relief appearances. Um, but <clears throat> if you want to look, uh, more honoring. Look at Jimmy Haynes' career of five three seven is one there too. Now home runs allowed. When you pitch more than four thousand career innings, especially during the home run era, as we had with the Roids, you're going to give up a case of a lot of dingers. 
and uh, Jamie Moyer. Jamie Moyer, who I think he's married to like, uh, who? No, nah, that's Chris Chandler. It's not like James uh, Ken uh, Ken Morton. Um, whatever. He has a famous wife, but Jamie Moyer, 522 home runs. How about walks? Come on down, Nolan Ryan. There's another one for Cooperstown, your all-time walk leader, 2,795. How about second place? Come on down to the Hall of Fame, Steve Carlton, 1,833. But think about this. That's almost 1,000 more than Steve Carlton. Nolan Ryan has almost 1,000 more than the second place guy. Five times Ryan had more than 150 walks. Twice he walked 200. And then, how about the single season record? Come on down from Cooperstown, Rapid Robert. Bob Feller, 208 walks in 1938. He was 19 years old, but here's the thing. He also led the majors in strikeouts with 240, made the all-star team. And if you want to go back to the 19th century, Amos Rusi, who's also a Hall of Famer, he has the overall walks on a season record, 1890-289. Lowest batting average. Remember, you have to qualify. But all hail catcher Bill Bergen. Bill Bergen of the uh, Brooklyn Superbas. I always want to say Super Bras, but the Superbas, he batted 139. Billy Sullivan of the Boston Bean Eaters. Uh, he's second at 213. Remember, you have to appear in 1,000 games for lowest batting average career. Uh, and he also, by the way, is uh, Bergen is lowest OPS, although that's a stat that is kind of, uh, we, uh, that's modern. Most at bats without a home run. Juan Pierre, Dodgers. He, in 2007, he went to the plate 668 times without a home run. But great defense, stole 64 bases. But um, modern era, the record belongs to Tom Oliver of the Red Sox. In 1933, from 1930 to 33, 1,931 at-bats without a home run. I know. That's, <laughs> that's not good. Um, most strikeouts <clears throat> that anyone ever had was uh, at the plate. Mark Reynolds, single season, 223 with the Diamondbacks in 2009. But why did he play? Well, he had 44 home runs that year. As I mentioned, the career strikeout leader is Reggie Jackson. He had 563 home runs. His strikeout total, 2,597. Hitting into the most double plays... Coming down the Hall of Famer, Jim Rice, 1984, hit into 36 with the Sox. But the most all-time double plays, and you can see this, you can just see him hitting a two-hopper to shortstop and then just basically jogging down the line and being out by 50 feet. Albert Pujols, who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So just some, think about all those numbers of futility, Almost all these guys were fantastic Hall of Fame players. Just a little perspective for you. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Damn, that is some aggro stuff. Why do you have to be so aggro? All right. 
Uh, why do I got to talk like that? I think that's probably the uh, better thing uh, to uh, talk about. Uh, by the way, nothing like a little hockey note. The NHL and the Players Association announced that they have reached an agreement this morning with International Ice Hockey Federation, which will include, include a break uh, next season to allow NHL players to go to Beijing for the Winter Olympics. <clears throat> How many Olympics are we going to have in Beijing? Will this be the 50th one? we got to have winter and summer. No offense to Beijing, but can you share the wealth? Man, I know China is buying up everything, but they're buying up the Olympics. Bill Daly, the NHL deputy commissioner, said, quote, we understand how passionate NHL players feel about representing and competing for their countries. We are very pleased that we are able to conclude arrangements that will allow them to resume best-on-best best competition on the Olympic stage, end quote. Best on best, the general counsel for the union, Don Zavello, said, quote, representing their country in the Olympics is important to the players, even in these uncertain times. The players look forward to pulling on their nation's hockey sweater at the upcoming 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing as they compete for the gold medal. All right. Well, let's say they hold up their agreement, and uh, who are you going to see? You're going to see Canada win the gold medal. <laughs> Uh, but what we get to see, yeah, you'll see Connor McDavid for the Canadians and David Pasternak for the Czech Republic and blah, blah, blah. But you'll also get to see something we haven't seen yet in the Olympics, and that is Austin Matthews, born in San Ramon, California, represent the United States of America. Fum, 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 and those caissons go rolling along for its a All right, sorry. Uh, anyway, that'll be cool, I guess. Uh, th thanks for tuning in. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, see you on the video game review Sunday night at 9 Pacific. Otherwise, 9 a.m. Uh, on, uh, well, Monday is a rerun. I don't know. Come on back. We don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.